0: I think entrepreneurship at the core is about opportunity, so it's about on the one hand discovering opportunities, so seeing for instance in a a commercial context if there's a market opportunity you can jump into and be successful in, but when you have discovered an opportunity the next question is of course to see how can I evaluate whether that is a good opportunity to move into. Hi there, welcome
1: back to CC Talks. Here's your host, Ilaria Severi, the head of marketing and communications of Creative Clicks. Well, we can finally say that summer is here, which means enjoying the sun in our gardens, balcony, or for the lucky ones at the beach. And this is for sure one of the best periods, not only to enjoy the great weather, but to nurture ourselves and keep growing our knowledge. But how? Well, by reading books or even better by listening to the right podcast. And that's why we're here for you. As people in the marketing business, the word entrepreneurship is one that is often heard and more and more people are shifting their careers towards becoming entrepreneurs. But what does this really mean? And how can you actually pave that path toward entrepreneurship and become an entrepreneur? And what are the sources that can help in this process? Well to talk about these we've brought as our guest today a very talented and successful entrepreneur, Matthias Lenders, a lecturer of media innovation and business at Erasmus University in Rotterdam since two thousand and six. Matthijs is also a media economist. In his work, he focuses mainly on researching and developing digital media and communication experiences for health and educational purposes. He is the founder of Elm Concepts, an Amsterdam-based research and consultancy firm that develops educational experiences from learning to advertising campaigns with educational components. Matthijs is also the head of education for SpaceBuzz.Earth, an educational virtual reality experience that teaches children about space, Earth and STEM-related topics. He authored various reports on the future of media and education, amongst others for the European Commission, the Dutch Parliament, and several international journals and conferences. Mateus speaks at various international conferences such as TED Amsterdam, e-learning Africa, Digital Communication, Wanzu, Google All-Stars Academy in Dubai, and the IASL. Clients that he worked for include Creative Clicks, Medgen, Media Monks, Comvatech, NTR, Merce Damco, and Rabobank well I think these need no further introduction so hi hey Matthias how are you We're so happy to have you here with us today thank you very much I'm very happy to be here I'm well I'm also looking forward to the
0: summer too, to catching up on some reading and also catch some sunshine as well
1: <laughs> right we all need that break <laughs> exactly so let's uh, let's see if we can uh, help our listeners grow their knowledge on the entrepreneurship topic so Before diving into the sources that helped you grow as an entrepreneur and that you also used to teach to your entrepreneurship students and maybe sources that our listeners can make use of, can you first tell us how your journey towards becoming an entrepreneur started?
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely say something about that. On the one hand, I think it already started in my childhood because I grew up in a family, my father had his own business. So I was uh, very familiar with how entrepreneurial activities would take place and also that he would take risks and that he would have great years and that he would also have some bad years and stress. So I was really sort of, uh, sort of used to that dynamic of being an entrepreneur. And then uh, when I went to university and I started in my first jobs, at a certain point I worked as a consultant. And we uh, constantly gave advice to clients, which I thought was really great because, you know, you do research and then you advise them and then uh, if you do a good job, of course, they're happy with you. And we would always do it typically for, for businesses or, or for, for public organizations that would implement some of these recommendations that we would provide. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I started to do a project uh, for uh, for war child, uh, in, uh, particularly in African countries where we would help children in post-conflict areas that were still in refugee camps with forms of education, uh, which was a fantastic project. I was really uh, super pleased with it. But what's apart from the project, what really stuck with me is that I, at a certain point, I really got to this level that I said, like, it's great to Give recommendations, but I really want to do stuff as well. You know, I really want to go beyond the recommendations and really get my hands dirty and get active and start build things myself or work with clients to do that. And that's when I decided to uh, basically set up shop for myself, which was uh, quite uh, exciting but also uh, nice to do. Some people thought I was crazy because I had a fixed term contract, and they said like, "Why don't you stay with the company?" And then, of course, also <laughs> we had the first financial crisis just when I started my <laughs> my own business, but. For Fortunately, it all worked out well, so, so I can't complain. I think it was the best step for me personally that, that I took.
1: Okay, wow, that's quite an interesting story, an interesting journey that started really, really early. <laughs> but then, what sources would you say that helped you grow in uh, this business and, and why?
0: Well, when it comes to entrepreneurship, and, and I also teach it, of course, uh, I always like to look at uh, at history. I'm in general very interested in history, particularly uh, the classics, so a classic Rome and classic Greece, because I think the stories there can teach us a lot. And one of the people I'm really intrigued with is Augustus. Augustus mm. was the uh, adopted son. You probably, as an Italian, would know that so the adopted yeah. son of Julius <laughs> Caesar. And uh, when Julius Caesar was famously killed in the Senate in Rome, there was this competition between different people and different factions within Rome to seize power. And uh, Augustus was one of the factions And at the time, nobody thought that he would ever be a serious power player Because he was very young He was also someone who struggled with illnesses And in particular, and that was something that was really relevant back in the day Is that he wasn't necessarily a military leader He wasn't the person who would Mm -hmm. lead the the troops into battle and, And conquer foreign lands Which was something, for instance, that Julius Caesar did do so if you look at the whole story and i'm not gonna talk about the entire story of of Augustus uh, himself. But what I find so fascinating with him is that rather than trying to be sort of this picture-perfect leader that was normal at the time in ancient Rome, he basically was much more of a modern leader in the sense that he was extremely good in picking people to work with. So one of the people that, of course, he worked with is Agrippa, who was his military commander, who was a brilliant general, uh, who basically won a lot of battles and in the end also helped augustus to become sort of the dominant power player kill all its competitors including cleopatra mm-hmm. uh, and mark anthony which is sort of that famous uh, that famous story and i just find it really great to see that someone who was sort of underappreciated by a lot of people and someone that people thought would never make it actually made it not because he was just trying to push through his will but he could actually collaborate with others and finding people to work with and I think for me that embodies what entrepreneurship is all about it's really about working together uh, as a team to basically achieve sort of like a commercial or sometimes also a non-commercial objective
1: Wow, that's definitely a great example to give. And it's not just like a lot of people when asked this question, maybe they would say, what is entrepreneurship for you? And maybe they would just say Elon Musk, but then you named the history books, uh, Grip and Augustus, and uh, I love it. I love how knowledgeable you are about uh, Roman history as well. That's really great and cool. Yeah. You just mentioned a little bit what uh, actually entrepreneurship is, but what really is entrepreneurship? How do you define it with your students? Yeah, so so I think entrepreneurship at the core is about opportunity.
0: So it's about, on the one hand, discovering opportunities. So seeing, for instance, in in a commercial context, if there's a market opportunity you can jump into and be successful in. But when you have discovered an opportunity, the next question is, of course, to see how can I evaluate whether that is a good opportunity to move into. Because I can invest a lot of time and resources and energy into something that might not materialize. So it's not just about here I spot this great opportunity, but it's also about evaluating is this something that I should pursue or not and Mm -hmm. then once you decided to pursue it then the third Mm -hmm. uh, part of entrepreneurship comes into play so you have discovery evaluation and the third one is then you have to exploit this opportunity so make it a reality but also turn it into something that would basically lead to profits if it's a commercial company uh, but also to some non-profit public objectives if you are a non-profit entity So it's really about discovering, evaluating and exploiting opportunities.
1: Yeah, seizing the opportunities and understanding what really works or not. But the thing is, I feel that some people are born entrepreneurs and others a bit less. So in a way, some people maybe have to train that ability of recognizing an opportunity and sizing it and other people can just see it from afar. How can people develop that and how can they actually turn ideas into action? Yeah, I I
0: personally really believe that that entrepreneurship isn't necessarily something you're born with. I do think some people tend to gravitate towards it from their personality. Mm. I think particularly there are lots of ways of discovering opportunity. If you see, for instance, how many people are now working with design thinking methodologies, for instance, uh, where one of the key things is to really understand what's happening in a market. So to empathize with target audiences, to see what's going on Uh, increasingly we're also using data for that because we have much better data sets and and much better tools to analyze that data to also understand sort of like what what are customers demanding and what are some of the things that we see evolving. So I think that a lot of people in terms of the discovery have done a lot of that work. I think the evaluation part is also something uh, you could learn. It doesn't necessarily mean that An entrepreneur has to do all three components because it's usually a team effort. Uh, But the evaluation part is also something that involves, for instance, ideas on like, you know, what what is the the, the business sense? What is going to be the business case? Um, How big is this market? How uncertain is this opportunity? Uh, What would happen if we would move into this? So there are also tools around that. And an interesting book on that actually is called Simple Rules. It's a strategy that you can use to very easily with a few basic rules that you set yourself can evaluate opportunities and the authors also then expanded this idea that you can do it also to your personal life so what are some of the simple rules for opportunities mm. in your personal life because we all know in uh, 2022 that we get so many opportunities that we're a bit uh, shell shocked
1: sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely now, great one. So yeah. simple rules, check the one out.
0: And, uh, and the third one with exploitation, that is really has to do with building a business and that in itself is also its own skill that you can learn and there are also of course a lot of tools that you can use for that from uh, business model innovation um, to really uh, understanding how organizations work and how you set up a, a new entity and, and how you have a growth trajectory for instance.
1: And so entrepreneurship, like you said, it's uh, basically finding an opportunity, having an idea and like turning that idea into action, but it sounds easier said than done. Can you, since you have a lot of experience in this and working with a lot of organizations and companies, can you give us an example of these turning ideas into action?
0: Yes, so yes, of course. Well, it's one of the initiatives I'm involved with, and which is really sort of my my love project. I really love, love, love this project. It's it's called Space Bus, and Space Bus is an educational program for children between 10 and 12, and it was created in collaboration with the Dutch astronaut Andre Kuipers. The idea was that, and, and I was really amazed by that, but if you are an astronaut and you go into space, for them, the emotional moment isn't necessarily they're in space and they're looking towards the stars, it's actually for them looking back at the Earth because they see this planet, they see how beautiful it is, uh, they see how fragile it is as well. All of them come back to Earth the notion of like I want to help this planet. You know, this is our spaceship, and we need to take care of it because if we don't, then you know, this is everything we have. Andre Kuipers was always going to Dutch schools because he did a lot of work with uh, education to talk about this. But of course, there are nine thousand primary schools in the Netherlands, so he doesn't yeah. have time to visit all of them. Yeah. So then the idea was like, if we want to have this ambition, this sort of like not necessarily profit, but more like societal profit of giving children this experience, uh, why? don't we start to think in different ways and and in the end what we found out is that we developed a lesson plan where you have six lessons that that sort of train you to become an astronaut after that a rocket vehicle goes to the school and her mm-hmm. vehicle there is a virtual reality experience with moving chairs and in the virtual reality experience uh, Andre Kuipers brings you to space uh, and also back to earth and then after that you have six more lessons to reflect but also to think about what actions you as a child could take in order to, uh, to help the planet and what is so interesting from an entrepreneurial perspective is that it was very clear what the opportunity was so we really wanted to help children to mm-hmm. experience this so they become also more aware citizens but then while building it it was really sort of this evaluation process because initially we thought like oh you can also just do vr and headset and bring the headset to the school and that's it and then it was like but it
1: would have not been the same
0: Yeah, you have to make it an experience and think about that. And then we test the things and we talk to teachers, we talk to children. And in the end, with the exploitation phase, then we have fantastic people who are running the foundation who are really thinking about, like, how can we bring this to, and the ambition is to 100 million children worldwide. Uh, So uh, we're not there at 100 million, but at least we have a high ambition. So it's really, you see actually all these phases coming back also in this sort of non-profit uh, example.
1: That's so cool. I wish that was not only for students. I want to do that.
0: <laughs> well, you're happily invited to, uh, to to come and see it uh, soon. So, I I can uh, definitely we're in Amsterdam. I'll let you know and you can uh, visit the, the
1: rocket vehicle. That's great. That's great. And going back to, well, entrepreneurship as a word as a definition as a concept. What is, would you say, the biggest misconception when it comes to entrepreneurship?
0: I think it's a bit of a consequence of the startup culture that we have, but you mentioned Uh Elon Musk in the beginning already. I think what what really happened in, in the last, say, well 30 40 years is that we really started to focus really on the founders myths so we have mm-hmm. this elon musk or the bill gates or we have the mark zuckerbergs and these are these omnipresent bigger than life personalities Know that, that that know every detail and without them nothing would have happened because they are the great visionaries etc but if you look at reality i mean mark zuckerberg was great at products and, and of course uh, coming up with all the concepts for, for facebook but when it comes to the business operation the exploitation Phase, he needed someone like Sheryl Sandberg. If you looked at the founders of Google, they said from the beginning, like we're not necessarily from the start, they didn't want to be CEO because they said we don't know how to build a business. So they needed Eric Schmidt. So the moral of the story is, is that, you know, I think entrepreneurship really is teamwork. And I think this whole notion of these bigger than life personalities, they're really like founder Smiths, and they have a purpose because they are a story for investors. So they have a very easy way of making uh, clear what the company is about. Like, you know, uh, the founders of Airbnb, you know, we went to yeah. a conference, we couldn't find a place to sleep, so then we wanted to rent something and then boom, the idea was, uh, was founded. But it's a story for investors and also perhaps for, for clients. And, and it's great because they put on this wonderful show to get money in. Uh, they sell the dream and the vision, but the actual entrepreneurship is teamwork.
1: I love that one. Yeah. Often, I mean, myself in the past, I used to consider if I would think about entrepreneurship as the one person that makes it all happen, but that's Unrealistic, right? Like, yeah, you probably, like you said, like the best and most successful entrepreneurs are the one that have the best teams or are able to pull up the best teams, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. In the in Dutch, we have a word called it "duizend dingen doekje," which basically means a little cleaning cloth that can do a thousand things, and of course, that doesn't exist. So why would we expect the person to be able to do everything? That's just not possible. These people are actually more like the face of the company and the visionaries, uh, but not necessarily that they they are the only ones doing entrepreneurship. And that also corresponds, I think, a lot to the notion of that entrepreneurship isn't restricted to startups and it isn't restricted to an individual starting a new business. You can Mm -hmm. also be entrepreneurial if you are an employee or if you are a, a nurse and you see something that you can improve with your patients and you actually discover an opportunity you evaluate this is something I put should put energy into and then you can also actually create a solution or perhaps have others create a solution for you.
1: I love that you mentioned that because actually that's part of what we call our Tripoli philosophy, which is the philosophy of Creative Clicks. Which is, uh, well, we look for people that have this Tripoli philosophy, which means uh, we we want people that are experts, of course, in their field. They are energetic, so they have the energy to pull through and want to work to find new opportunities, and therefore entrepreneurial people so for us the word entrepreneurship it's really a core value of the company and exactly like you say it doesn't have to be the one person or the one startup creating something but it can be the employee within the company finding an opportunity seizing it and uh, bringing it forward so yeah, exactly. Yeah. And,
0: and it's also because it's typical normal uh, employees as well that also uh, communicate with clients so they can actually spot a lot of opportunities, you know, if you, if you start to think about it that way. I think it's great that you have this core value because I think this can really help businesses to also harvest sort of this entrepreneurial power and potential that is in the workforce.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so to close this off, what is your number one advice to people who want to become entrepreneurs? Well, I think in essence,
0: entrepreneurship is a verb. So it means just to take action. Just if you see something, take action, try things. I think also career-wise, it's a great move because... People will fill your agenda if you don't fill it yourself. So try to be uh, much more proactive. And uh, particularly try to find good people to work with. Because as I said before, entrepreneurship
1: is teamwork in the end. Love it. Thank you so much, Matthias, for being with us today. Thank you. And thanks to our our listeners for choosing us again as your marketing podcast. If you have not done it yet, make sure to subscribe to CC Talks on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and to follow Creative Clicks on social media. Till next time.